big warm welcome to you. This is the Aware Parenting Podcast with Lael Stone and Marion Rose, PhD. We have juicy conversations about things that matter in parenting and life. We're exploring all that Aware Parenting has to offer from many different angles, and we are so glad that you're here. Hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name is Marion Rose. And I'm Lael Stone. I was just saying, I'm so excited we're back together again. <laughs> we are back together. We've missed each other, haven't we? <laughs> I know. We've, I've been flying solo doing those chats, which was beautiful to chat with those men. But yes, I, um, I have missed our banter and our beautiful deep conversation. So it is nice to be back together. Yay! And, and back for a very, very special episode because this is our 100th episode. it's so beautiful isn't it because um I've got my well in true form I've got my dog beside me snoring and you've probably got the birds there so just to keep it keep it real of all we have done over these years of all the beautiful background noises in our lovely podcast but how amazing Marion that we've got to 100 episodes when this was just an idea a few years ago when we were like oh we should just kind of talk about some aware parenting philosophies and now look where we're at isn't it amazing Yes, 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 yes. And we want to thank you for listening because if no one had listened, I doubt we would have got to 100. So thank you so much for all the listening and all the sharing and sharing all the stories that you've been sharing. Uh, Lau, you were just sharing that you did a, a beautiful in-person offering at the weekend and we're having people come and share with you about yeah, I think it really warms my heart because we often hear a lot of people say, oh, I just feel like I'm having a conversation with you in the kitchen. And, you know, you've become kind of one of the internal voices in my head to go, what would they do now? Or what would what would Marion and Lael say in this moment? And what should I do in responding to my children or my feelings? And that just is so amazing because it's weird, isn't it, Marion? We both just sit in our houses in different states here in Australia, you know, in our pyjamas sometimes or beanies or whatever we're wearing and um, just have a chat and then it goes out there and and it helps lots of people and that just makes me so happy that um, it just supports people on their journey of parenting it just it's really I feel really humbled you know of where this podcast has gone to Yes, and, and I want to say as well that, that if that inspires you in any ways is something that you might be doing, dear listener, that you really would love to do, we invite you to do it because mm. who knows what can happen and, it's, and the journey is wonderful as well anyway. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Because we, we, I mean, I think back, we've just sat and talked about things that we love to talk about because we would have these conversations anyway. So to be able to to just talk about stuff that we're so passionate about and we've seen well, has been transforming in our own lives and then in the beautiful parents we've worked with over the years that yeah it feels it's really beautiful to be in this place now so lots of gratitude to everyone who's listened and shared and it's touched them and for you know asking questions of us and all those kind of things it's yeah it feels like it's been a beautiful rich experience and I'm so proud that we've got to this place and you know may continue to keep spreading far and wide Indeed. And we thought for today, it would be apt then to talk about birthdays because 
often on birthdays, there can be so many things showing up, can't they? Whether it's us as parents and our birthdays and how how they unfold. Oh my gosh, there's a new bird. <laughs> wow. Um, and, how, and for our children as well. And birthdays, there's so much to talk about. And also how in birthdays, whether we're a, a baby or an adult or a child that can also birthdays can invite us to reconnect with our birth experience Mm. so we're going to be talking about that as well and we Mm. thought it would be very apt then to talk about the birth of this podcast and what what happened when we were first starting it because we were just remembering that today and we thought we might share about that with you yeah well I think when we first started it took us a long time to get going because we both we both had lots of fear. I remember sitting there going, oh, I don't know, you know, what will people think if we talk about this? And and I, I remember having a real feeling of I'm going to be really exposed if I share all my stories and stuff that's happened. So I had lots of fear around that. What 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 can you remember what your fears were, Mary? I can't remember, but they were they were there and and they were really showing up in practical terms. So you'd come up um to up up to to be here up in this mm. part of the world. And I remember we, we'd both got our microphones and mine was new. You already had one. And just we were trying to get the tech to work on our two microphones in the same place and nothing was working. We did things and we redid things. And I quickly went to the, my computer wasn't working. So I literally went to the shop and bought myself a new laptop to because. <laughs> So we literally took a whole day, I think, didn't we? Just kind of fiddling around. And I see that as part of like, we were just kind of feeling into it and getting used to yeah. the idea and sharing our feelings yeah. and listening to each yeah. other and laughing a lot. And yes, yes. It all out. Yeah. I think that's- it was beautiful. And I even think too, you know, we've just evolved over this, these two or so years because uh, I think probably I haven't really gone back and listened to earlier episodes, but I'm thinking they were probably a little bit more, uh, I was about to say tight in the sense of just like a little bit more. We were probably a little bit more restrained and really careful. And now I think we just say whatever we think and it's <laughs> what comes out, uh, which is lovely. Um, but I think just our, our evolving of our conversations and who we we are and having, we, we started this pre-COVID, right? So this was before all these big things happened in the world too. So, uh, you know, the world has changed from when we first began. I, and we even because we did one around about the fires here in Australia as well. So that was even a long mm. that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Mm. Really yes. Long. Yes. So here we are. Yes. So oh. it was a beautiful, awkward, kind of slightly uncomfortable beginning. <laughs> and um and now it feels very um it just feels full of joy. So it's wonderful. Yeah, it's really happy to celebrate this. It's really great to celebrate this. I remember we, we recorded quite a few, didn't we? And then we um didn't we do one in the car well, on the way back to yes. the, we stopped in the way and we like we could just do one more on attachment play, I think it was. And yes. we like sat in my car and we, and we <laughs> recorded one more. And then we met up again when we were writing our book, which really yes. is coming. It really is coming. Um and we did we did did we, yeah, we, we did some from there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's been, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing actually just, you know, and really thinking what are we going to talk about each week and then people will write something in or something will happen in our lives and we'll go, we need to talk about this. And that's been awesome too, to just watch the natural evolution of what, what has come up for us as topics. Indeed. And what I'd love to share, and we've probably said this before, but before every time, before every podcast, we spend quite some time sharing, talking about everything that's going on in our lives. So, of course, that's so aware parenting is always that we 
we listen to each other first so again I find that so incredibly wonderful (laughs) yeah yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful all right let's talk about birthdays and all that come with it so you just had a birthday Marion just a week and a bit ago how was that birthday for you I loved it it was 54 and I'm saying 54 a lot because when I I remember when I and I had my 50th birthday I did not share about the number at all I was like I'm not willing to share the number I know people have all kinds of beliefs about that number I don't want people to know that and I don't want people to believe have beliefs about how old I am so I didn't share so I think I'm catching up now that's why I kept saying it's 54 (laughs) and I know for me the journey of birthdays has been quite a long one and in several years ago many years ago I would always cry on my birthday you probably heard me share my story of my birth I was very premature I was in an incubator um, for about five weeks so for me every birthday would help me reconnect with those feelings so there'd usually be a lot of grief there would be uh, often really big disappointment and I think of that of that little baby me coming out to the world expecting to be held and that profound disappointment which I disappointment which I really explored a few years ago about how excruciating disappointment is mm. like true disappointment not not disappointed in which is a thought mm. but disappointment mm. so that would show up for years and years and years and over over the years especially in the last more recent ones I've got more and more clear about well just there's less less to listen to um, but also getting more and more clear in advance. What do I really want? What do I really want? And getting really clear about that and being willing for that and putting in things into place so that that happens. Um, and I also share quite often that in more recent years, like my daughter's now 20 and my son's uh, 15. And for quite some years now on birthdays and Mother's Days, they they basically do whatever I want for the whole day Mm. so we get to go wherever I want and they'll they they even say do you want to choose my outfit which is so (laughs) fun and I get to choose the movie that we watch and you know all the things so to me it's just the best day ever which again really helps me understand how our children feel when we give them that kind of um whether it's you know a short batch of non-directive child-centered play or whether we give them uh one of the someone I'm who's doing the instructor mentoring training, she calls it um, the yes day, the power Mm. of actually getting to choose what you really want Mm. and having other people support us in that is so Mm. wonderful. Um, So yeah, this year I I had such a wonderful day and I kept on connecting in what I was willing for and what I wanted. And and then in the evening I did, I could feel these feelings bubbling up and I could feel myself kind of giving up on what I really wanted. And I went, listened lovingly and then went no I'm not going down that track I did that in the past I'm not doing it anymore and so we ended up watching um Bohemian Rhapsody which was I thought was so mm. glorious and we were singing and I cried it really joyful tears for about the last 15 minutes I found it incredibly powerful about about souls calling and why I'm here and all that which was so apt for my birthday mm. and it was like those beautiful healing tears of joy and gratitude that I'm here and I'm sitting with my lovely son and daughter and so it was beautiful so um yeah it's been a long journey from the from the days where in in Years ago, on my birthday, always the people around me, they would get sick. Like with my first husband, I remember, he would always get sick on my birthday. So I'd be like, you know, he could never celebrate with me. Always things would happen. Interesting that, wasn't it? So the people around me, the things around me would apparently go awry. It does not happen anymore. And I really do think that's from all the inner work and the 
the willingness to actually have a really enjoyable time and of course listen to any feelings that do bubble up mm, yes I love that it, it's it, it's reminding me of how we when we in the episode we did on valuing mothers how we talked about when we value it for ourselves and, and are intentional with what we want and where we can see that we are worthy of having that then the energy can often shift that it's reflected back to us within that yet when we're sitting in those bigger stories that's just what keeps playing out a lot of the time so uh, I'm well done you for transforming that story <laughs> and I, I relate I, I the word disappointment and birthdays was very went hand in hand for me for many many years I remember as a child always just feeling like um, it wasn't special I, I never felt like it was like a special day or that they were really like cherishing me or just, you know, it was totally loved up. I always, always felt disappointed with the presence I might've got. There was just such a feeling of disappointment that um, it wasn't special or I just, you know, and, it, and I often felt really, really disappointed. You know, I remember I have such a vivid memory, a teenage angst memory. I must've been my 13th birthday. And my and I'd started at a new high school and my parents were like, you know, I asked them kind of a party and they said, yeah. And so all these people turned up who, you know, I just started school with and um, there was nothing organised. There were no games. I think maybe there was some party food, but that was it. And everyone just sat around just looking at each other and I was like, this is the worst party ever. <laughs> like there was just, it was horrible. It was just this whole like. Yeah, nothing. It was. I felt disappointed because my parents hadn't gone. How can we make it fun? What can we do? All that kind of stuff. And so, I remember just feeling a whole lot of embarrassment and shame from there. Oh man, we could go through every birthday and talk about all the pain. We're not going to do that. Uh, I've repressed but- many of mine. So- <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, and I'm, I'm wondering, even as people are listening, are you remembering those birthdays where you wanted it to be something, a party, and then it just wasn't, and those feelings of disappointment? appointment and I actually remember one year my one she's one of my oldest most fabulous friends we have matching tattoos on our ankles um, my beautiful friend Alyssa she threw me a surprise party I think when it was probably my next birthday when I was 14 and there was all these people there and all these people came and and I remember it was one of those first experiences of wow people have turned up for me and it was really fabulous and it was you know it was it was fun so there was mixed you know mixed feelings around it and then of course when I met my husband we share the same birthday and that added a whole other dynamic together that every year we celebrate our birthdays together because we have a shared birthday and that actually made it really fun because it became a beautiful celebration for us both but over the years there has definitely been those themes of disappointment turn up I would put in lots of effort to think about what I would buy for him and organize stuff for the kids. And then it would always be a last minute something or other that they would do for me. And it's not so much about gifts. It was more about the thought that had gone into it and feeling many years of disappointment still raising its head until probably like you did a whole lot of work to realize that this was just, I was creating this reality that was going on here and that I had a lot of power within shifting and changing what it is that I wanted to do, what would feel good, receiving, being open to having it be a beautiful celebration of me. Uh, So it was, yeah, there was a whole lot of work to actually shift and change that story, which it has over the years. And, and, you know, I I often joke to people when it's their birthday, if I send them a message, particularly my beautiful close friends, I'll sometimes say, is this a celebration birthday or a hiding birthday? (laughs) Because many people are like, I just, I just don't want to talk to anyone. I want to pretend it's not happening. Um, 
And then some, you know, some of my dear friends would be like, no, this year feels a good one. And I was like, okay, beautiful. How do I celebrate you? And others are like, yep, no, I'm just at home hiding. And I'm like, okay, be with your feelings. So I really relate to that. I've moved in and out over my 47 years of um, times where I'm like, oh, I feel really quiet and I just need to, you know, there's not, doesn't feel that big celebration. And then other years has felt, yes, this has been really wonderful. So I think we have to just be very kind and gentle as always to ourselves to feel into where it sits and be curious about the stories that we have around birthdays. Cause I know many people I've spoken to saying, oh, I hate, but my birthday, I just, I feel better when the day's over or, you know, and I, and I wonder, as you mentioned before, how much of that is connected to their birth, how much is connected to the stories that happen as, ch- as children around birthdays, what it was like in your family. And I think because of also that of my experiences of birthdays and probably my husband's as well, we have, really made a big effort to completely honour our children when it's their birthday. So we always have a family dinner and we cook their favourite food and we set up an altar so candles and a picture of them as a baby or different um, ages. I love that Tali, when she was little, used to call it an ulcer. She goes, if we set up the ulcer, <laughs> let's not make it an ulcer, let's make it an altar. Uh, and then we'd have, you know, grandparents or cousins over and and that beautiful tradition that we do in our families where we go around the table and we say what we love about that person And that has just been one of the best things we've ever done because I just see on that day, whoever's birthday it is just really takes in the words of the people who love them. And and my children have developed this beautiful ability to receive, to receive these words and to take it in and then also express for each other. And what's so beautiful is often when my kids, when it's one of their siblings' birthdays, whenever they get to the sharing, they always cry when they talk about their sibling and what they love about them, it's very, very beautiful. So I see that there's been a lot of transformation in our family around birthdays and, and, and leaning into perhaps all those things that I never had or never felt was special. And I think I've shared this before, you know, I used to run a children's entertainment company where I would go and dress up as a fairy or turn up at someone's house, like a mermaid or God or all sorts of characters and be that magical, fantastic element for a child's birthday party like obviously there was a lot of healing I needed to do for myself (laughs) that I went and did that as a job for many many years I'm on so many home videos uh of of kids birthday parties when they were little um so you're famous already before even oh yes yes (laughs) uh so I see you know the growth and evolution of what would we want it to be like and what do we want it to feel and and yeah, I, I, a bit like you, Marion, I feel like I've done some beautiful work around it to to be able to sit in and own and just celebrate the day of my birth. Of this is when I arrived on Earth. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here, Lael. <laughs> thank you, darling. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking a couple of things as you were speaking. When I was thinking about that whole disappointment, and I and I hear parents saying sometimes, you know, but oh, my child, but they were just so disappointed. They were like, oh, but, you know, I spent all this effort or, you know, the grandparent gave them a present they were, they, they weren't grateful. And I think it can be really painful for us as parents when we see that. And I think uh, I'm wondering if, again, keeping coming back to really understanding that so often, the, I mean, sometimes the disappointment can literally be literal, like that actually they are given things that they really don't want. And... Um, 
but also it can be deeper themes showing up deeper disappointments from previous birthdays or from birth or just just feelings that bubble up around all the things that you've been sharing about like how welcome are we and how much are we celebrated and how much are people really listening to what we really want and what we care about and what we're interested in so I think often as parents if we can be really maybe even connecting with that empathy buddy the, the night before or something to, to check in so that if they do express those feelings rather than going into our own hurts um, or you know wanting to be appreciated and acknowledged for all that we've effort that we've put in that we can then actually just really hear them you know, I really hear that you're disappointed you really don't like how the day went or you really you really didn't enjoy that present or that that food was yucky or or whatever it is and and also for younger children of course there's the ubiquitous is that the accurate word um big tantrum a big cry that so often will come at the end of the day and again us being prepared to understand that they can have the most wonderful day and just all the, you can be really overwhelming. So joy can also be overwhelming. Presence, lots of people, lots of things going on, new things, just the, the stimulation. So normal and natural for at the end of a beautiful, wonderful day that perhaps you've exhausted because you've put all this effort planning in and cooking and making a cake and whatever, that your, your child suddenly just goes into a big tantrum over some little thing. Again, to really remember that this is their beautiful, natural healing process, that they're releasing the stress hormones from their bodies, they're releasing the, the excitement and so that they actually can then have a lovely, peaceful, restful sleep after the big day they've had. So that can be a really helpful thing to remember as well. Mm. I do want to say it, it, one other that, thing, but I'd love to love yeah. you to share more. No, well, I, I, I'm just really reflecting again even with my own children of sometimes when we did do those big event birthday things and just how big it was or actually I'm even remembering when I used to go to to birthday parties as an entertainer and you'd get there and the child would be sitting in the corner so overwhelmed and that would just be all too much and because it's a lot it is huge and particularly if children are very sensitive you know a lot of people and that attention and and you know that pressure if someone gives you a present to say thank you and you know and and all that stuff particularly for sensitive kids it can just feel so big and and it really makes me think about um, you know, I guess really tuning into our children as to what would feel good for them and what they would really like to do. Like one of my kids is just so a people party person. Like she's like, yes, the more people, the more friends, the better. One of them is like, nah, I just like two people. That is enough for me. Want to hang out with my mates. Don't want to do more than that. And it's, and I think it is, it's really tuning into what do our, what do our children, what works for them? Who are they in their spirit and their being of what celebration looks like. I think that's a, a beautiful thing to to consider as well. Oh, what else we did you want oh, to say? Well, I, well, I'm going to go on from there now, but I really mm. love what you say, Lel, and I don't know about you, but I really also remember that journey as a parent from that initial, oh, look, I'm on Zoom and my, <laughs> my background, I've disappeared. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm just going to get my background so you can actually see me now. Um, I remember that um, that journey from my background there you go there must be some message from life here choose virtual background I don't want a filter there we go none what's that message Lel don't want to I don't want I just want to be seen as I am well there you go that's it just want to be seen as I am so that's that's that was my journey as a parent initially starting off doing all this stuff and often I remember that in those first two or three years just being so busy and just like 
making food for everyone and making cake and actually being kind of stressed and not very present and then I and it took me a while then I realized actually that is not the, what my child at the time my daughter she doesn't want that she, she wants a mother who's feeling calm and present mm. so over the years I, I I did less and less and less and I also listened more and more and more to actually what she wanted and mm. for both of my children who are highly sensitive actually over the years there were less and less people at the parties mm. and one year I even remember my son he said I actually don't even I don't actually want to spend it with friends I just want to spend it with my family and I was like oh mm. you know it just and it just became less and less pressure and more and more mm. just absolutely listening to them what do they want and mm. how can I really mm, be really present with them and mm. um I also have a memory of my daughter at her 18th so again she had a she had some friends but it was as part of a family thing all day as well and by the evening her dad and I were like we want to do this whole ritual for you and we're going to do this and she was she was actually like no I actually don't want to do that it's been a really big day I just want to just sit quietly and do some do some art and listen to some music and we were like <laughs> I remember her dad and I thinking we just would not have had any idea that we could mm. literally on something where there's all this should Pressure. about what an 18th should be that she was and she was so happy she just she'd had a lovely day and so it's so wonderful isn't it, to really literally increasingly get free from our conditioning and what we think we should do mm. just actually really say what would you really love and mm. what would you like and it's mm. such a yummy thing isn't it yeah absolutely well it's there is so much in that often the pressure of what we think it should look like and what we're making it mean instead of actually what is this person, our beautiful child, or whether it's our partner or even ourselves, what is it that would actually feel really good as opposed to the shoulds, as you say. It's so important, isn't it? And, you know, I think there's that element to obviously we often, and we have talked about this a little bit before in one of the other podcasts about um, what can come up on birthdays around our own birth. So for our children, and I know I've shared this before, but for many years, my daughter, my youngest one, who we did have quite a lot of birth trauma when she was born every year on her birthday, both, both her and I felt so sick all day, like just nauseous and just felt off. And each year for quite a few years, I know we were reliving and we were working through a whole lot of that stuff still until one year, I think she was about eight, or nine where she just went she walked in on a birthday and she said enough now I'm not doing this anymore but my birthday is going to be fun from now on and I was like okay she's done like she was really clear like well, I'm not it was just even though we didn't I didn't say to her do you think we're still processing the birth trauma she just kind of walked in and went enough we're not doing it anymore it's over right we're moving on and I was like okay I remember one year we went to like this indoor rock climbing place like maybe she was seven or eight and all her friends are getting ready to rock climb and both her and I are like laying on the couch at this rock climbing place like just feeling so sick and it was so like oh god we've still got some stuff we have to work through here she couldn't participate in the party I was barely keeping it together I was like, oh, this our bodies hold these memories and stories, and you know that those anniversaries can be so big of where it comes up. And and even though we'd done a lot of work and I, you know, done a lot of crying with her, and I'd done a lot of crying and healing with myself, there was still something there until it was ready to not be. And you know, after that, her birthdays have felt really beautiful and fun, and I don't have any of that physical response or feelings anymore. And it really, I think that has taught me a lot about timing and healing and sometimes trusting its own unique journey but 
it is it can be quite common for those feelings to turn up and and especially as a mother you know if you have had a very tricky birth or even not when your child is celebrating a birthday it, it makes so much sense that we go back to that event and we think what was I doing at this time? And at this point I was going to the hospital or at this point I was getting in the water or at this point I was doing this or, you know, or at this point I was going into theatre or at this point, you know, I was meeting my baby or it's very normal for us to reflect back on those anniversaries of how we were feeling and what was happening at that time and, and you know, there may be a lot of feelings that sit there. You know, the first birthday I often think is a really big one. You know, when our little bubbles turn one, and that first year and reflecting on that time can often feel really big for people. But I, you know, I really do um, think that, you know, our bodies hold such wisdom and and when events like that come up, whether it's an anniversary of a birth or a death or anything that we, our bodies remember and sometimes those feelings need to be held really tenderly and gently and to and it's okay to feel them. It's okay to feel grief around your child's birthday for perhaps a birth you never got or an experience that was very challenging or whatever it is. I, I remember one year actually, my youngest, oh, sorry, my middle child, I think she turned three or four, and and um, it was it was her birthday, and I was really really emotional, and I was talking to my mum, and she said, "What's going on for you?" And the words that came out of my mouth is. Do you know what it took to give birth to her? It was so full on. And I feel like my husband isn't acknowledging what it was, what it took is my being and my soul to birth her in the world, uh, you know, this this time three years ago. And I feel like he's never acknowledged it. And I want him to know how hard it was. And she was like, okay, you need to maybe have this conversation with him. And I remember so clearly just these big feelings came up around God, I felt like I had to surrender every part of my being to give birth to her and and I don't feel like that's ever been really acknowledged and I want some acknowledgement around it because it was like one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life and, you know, it was I was surprised at what was coming up. I'm sorry if you can hear this weird noise because it's my dog who's snoring. I keep trying to, like, just give him a gentle pat and go, buddy. I cannot, I cannot <laughs> hear it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yes. Even so, uh, yes. It, oh gosh, Lau. Uh, yeah. And do you know, what I it took me a while to realize, but but also like anticipating that that may happen, I found really helpful. Then, and I found that helpful with mentees as well, is then to actually su- suggest putting aside some space. You know, actually getting some empathy around about that time before our birthdays or our child's birthdays to really rather than just waiting for it to show up in whatever form it shows up to actually anticipate and to put in the support beforehand. I found that really, really makes a huge difference to go, okay, um, yeah, I'm going to have some listening time the day before and the day before or the week before. Mm. That can mean actually uh, the, the whole birth experience can be more enjoyable because it's it's not, it's not um, well, you know, in a way of parenting, the way we talk about it is that when something in that, present reminds us of something in the past that's that's how healing happens so what we're doing then is actually saying okay I'm aware this is going to happen so I'm going to put this in a little bit earlier so that I can actually still maybe have a more enjoyable day on the actual day so that can be helpful too such a good suggestion I'm sitting here going 
Why did I never think of that? <laughs> like, that's it's such many a great suggestion. My own birthday, so <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good suggestion. And I think it's also again to to really trust our our children on their birthdays if they are having extra big feelings, and sometimes that can look. We can think it's all oh, disappointment because they didn't get a present they wanted or the party's not going the way they want it to go or whatever is going on in that day. But as you're saying, it could also be just some more releasing from maybe what has happened at their birth or that whole experience. Um, they're using that time and that opportunity to release some of the big feelings that might be be happening for them. Yes. The other thing that I was going to say a while back which is about theme, what I call themes. I think you would probably say imprints is to really, and again, it can be helpful to, to again, preemptively actually explore, okay, what are my themes? What, how was my birth? If, and if you don't know about it, do you want to ask your parents if they're still around? Do you want to look further into that? And the same for our children is having actually um, contemplating what was their birth like? What, what kinds of themes tend to show up for them? So, you know, it may have been that they uh, you have a sense they felt really powerless during their birth does power does powerlessness tend to shop for a theme for them especially around their birthdays so again the more aware we are of what possibly may show up again we can really um that can be really helpful to go oh okay mm. this is this theme you know when when there's some particular maybe something happening with them and their sibling and they're like trying to pull a present off the other sibling or something like that we go, oh okay so this is the powerlessness theme operating so again really contemplating this beautiful opportunity that birthdays give us to to keep on reconnecting in with the, the theme that's happening again whether we're an adult or this is about a child and I'm actually remembering my 30th birthday I was really big I had big celebrations up until my 30th I had big 16th big 18th big 21st big 30th it was a whole weekend and there was a song that was on at the time and I was really into house music this is the 90s and um it was I want to I want to show you what I'm capable of honey won't you just give me the chance it was this big house music thing which I don't know if you know what house music is when it was like big dance thing and I went oh my gosh I love this song and I went up onto the dance when I started dancing and it because it was that era we had a smoke machine and the smoke machine set off the fire alarm and all the electricity went off and they couldn't get it back on again. So that was basically the end of my whole party. And I, I remember thinking at the time, oh, my gosh. And this isn't aware parenting, but, you know, it's more the, the way we the way I see the world, but not aware parenting, which is like, you know, there's really no escape from from the themes. This was such a theme for me. You know, I want to show you what I'm capable of. I was really not not, you know, standing at anything of, of my capability and. Um, even though I want to show you, won't you give me just the chance? So, you know, waiting for someone else to give that to me. It was, it was such a powerful example for me of seeing like, oh gosh, birthdays. Yep. Our, our themes really can show up big time. So again, I'm inviting anyone to, to recall, did anything unusual ever happen on any of your birthdays or any of your child or children's birthdays that actually again point you exactly to some of the core themes that they're working with in their lives? Mm. Mm. Yes, that's it's just it's it's a beautiful thing to be curious about, isn't it? And then I think when we can unpack some of those or we can be curious about it and we can see like what themes or you know often turn up for us, as you said before, can we do some listening around that before we actually get to the birthday to see if we can clear so we can actually then enjoy it and also 
as you mentioned right at the beginning, like be really intentional about what you do want. What do I want? What what do I want it to be? Or what would feel really lovely for me? You know, this talking about us as a parent celebrating our own birthday, how could we do that? And I think that same energy in essence we can bring to our children as well. You know, what would feel good for you? What would be a really delicious day? How could we how can we work to make that happen for you? And and knowing that there may be time throughout that day where feelings come up and we can just hold space for it and and just, you know, know and trust that that is just part of the movement that needs to happen there. And, and I love also thinking about that if we, if we understand the themes or we have an idea of what the themes may be, often what we ask for or what our children ask for can often be reparative experiences that are often the opposite of those themes. So, for example, if it is disappointment, the opposite of disappointment is often well fulfillment so it's you know mm. really really asking for what we want people hearing us and people giving us that i mean so again we can really see this as these opportunities for these beautiful um reparative experiences mm. yes 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 i love that yeah, I'm having another memory of a thing when my when my daughter was younger. She, we had all these cake books, we had all these books, mm-hmm. cake. and literally for like probably three months in advance, she'd, she'd spent all this time. We would be looking to and be like, which one do I really want? And, <laughs> I like this one, but I like that one. There's something again, the wonderfulness. There's something so powerful, isn't there, about um, really connecting in with what we really want? And you know, in terms of my willingness work, which again is not aware parenting, it's so profound. Like. What do you really, really want? It can be one of the most profound questions we ask ourselves or we ask our children or we ask our partner, or our friends or our parents. It really reveals so much of beauty. And when, and when we ask that and we are really interested and our children in particular really feel that and they feel our loving presence and, and we really want to give them what they really want, it's, it's so profoundly fulfilling and people you know children experience such a sense of oh gosh I'm really loved what I what I want and what I care about is really important to me and that's being seen and witnessed and celebrated you know because that's what birthdays are all about really aren't they it's about mm. really seeing this unique being and celebrating that they're they're here and the, the uniqueness of that um, mm. being in the world Mm, I absolutely love that, which I think is a beautiful segue because we are calling this our birthday, even though it's our 100th episode. Yes. Um, and what we really want and what we really want is to connect with all the people who have listened to our podcast. <laughs> so, um, you know, what we, what Marion, what, what we've talked about is that we would love to to create a little offering where we can connect with these beautiful listeners because, you know, we, we get messages all the time or people come up to us and say, oh, God, you've just helped me so much. And, and you know, with your strangers to us, we don't really know you. Um, and so we would love to invite uh, people to come and spend an afternoon with us if your time zones, you know, work for you. Or you can get up in the middle of the night and come and hang out with us. We're going to have <laughs> a little party. Bit, yes, we're going to have a little, you know, Aware Parenting podcast party um, to celebrate this 100th episode. So we're going to post details on our social media. It's potentially looking like in that first week of July uh, coming up soon. We're going to have an afternoon where we would love to hear, you know, what the podcast or just what Aware Parenting has, what impact it's had on your life. There's an opportunity to ask us questions around your kids or anything you'd love to know. And we're just going to hang out with you for a few hours on Zoom together. Um, 
Oh, now my dog's sneezing. Sorry, I feel like I've got... He's happy and excited about it too. He wants to be a part of it. Uh, um, so we are going to have a little celebration. We will put, um, we will post all the details on our social media. And, and if you would like to come and be in our Aware Parenting podcast party, we'd love you to come and hang out with us for a few hours. And, you know, we'd love to connect with you um, because that's what would make us very happy. You know, this beautiful audience that we've created. And um, we would just love to hear how, well, just the way parenting has touched your life or, you know, what impact it's had for you because it's um, well, it's changed our lives in such amazing ways, hasn't it? So we would love to share that with all of you. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything else you want to say about birthdays and celebrations, Mary? Just hearing you say that as well, I'd also really love to acknowledge like, which, uh, Aletha Salter and her amazing work and all her books mm. and that. All of what we've done, or so much of what we've done here, wouldn't be possible without without her. Mm. So thank you, Aletha. We mm. also got, we're going to do a series upcoming about all of her books as well. Mm. So um, yeah, I really would like to acknowledge her and listen. Yeah, yes. thank you, thank you all for listening and, and being part of this wonderful journey. And oh my gosh, to, let's meet again on the two hundredth. What's what on <laughs> earth? <laughs> Where are we going to be then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is beautiful for both of us because, you know, as we've talked about this 100th episode, we're both full of joy and excitement of how wonderful to celebrate, celebrate the birth of something, celebrate us and the work we've done in the world and all the incredible people out there who say it makes a difference to them. And I think it's really beautiful to just take all that in and celebrate it and feel that joy. It's important. And I think when we can do that as humans in whatever aspect of our life, then, you know, this is living, right? When we can actually take a moment to take a breath and take in what we've created or what we're celebrating or who we are or celebrating your child or your partner and just and do it from a place of love and, you know, receiving. It's just, it's really, it's beautiful. So we hope that you're feeling that and that you can take that into your own life as well. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And I want to acknowledge you, Lau, for being here and listening and oh, I just all the times where I've, I've gone, oh, but I, I'm not not do it today or I'm upset or, you know, you listen to me beforehand, all the times you listen to me anyway. Just like what we've created here together, I am so incredibly grateful to you because just you're wonderful and I love you and mm. that you're here thank you my friend I'm just gonna say everything back you know to, to you for just being that place for me to come especially in the early days of this work of like who has done this before and who knows something and without you I wouldn't have got to the place I'm at and I so value our friendship and our conversations and the magic that we've created because it always feels very effortless and fun because we laugh a lot and um, it's it's been just a complete joy to to be on this path with you too. Yeah. Mm, yay and i really love to acknowledge all the healing because i remember in earlier in earlier times together i'd often have the teenage part of me that was so here and through through the inner work that i've done and through sharing that with you that's just not here anymore so this mm. was the opportunity that doing this together has really 
uh, given to me but lots of beautiful healing around mm-hmm. this you know friendship and what that yes um, what well I still feel the same I know we've talked about this before too there was times where you'd be talking about something and I'd be sitting there listening to you going oh my god that's so brilliant how come I don't know that and there would be times you'd say stuff where I'd just be like oh man like I you know your insight and wisdom is really next level and I'd, I would be feeling inadequate and I go I just feel like I ramble and I, I love that that what this has done is created spaces for us to work through our own stuff because we're human right and we're we're having human experiences and through relationship we have all this gorgeous stuff that pops up that allows us to lean in and transform so we can come back to to being who we really are so i am so grateful to you too my friend yeah all the little parts of me always just come up oh everyone likes Lael and not me <laughs> to this part it's so wonderful so that all the different things that this has done uh, mm. so yummy on all the different yeah. layers and levels yes thank so you. thank I'm you everybody for being us. i'm so yes i'm celebrating us and thanks for everyone for being on this journey with us as mary yeah. and i sit in our collective houses and just have a chat and then all of you are listening so thank you thank you so much for um just all your support and um yeah we're we're so i'm just so deeply humbled and grateful and um feeling very blessed as my kids whenever i say the word blessed they like to uh rubbish me and go what are you hashtag blessed mum <laughs> it's just a teenage thing they like to do it so now i feel like every time i say blessed i see my teenagers roll their eyes and go hashtag blessed mum okay thanks <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, what a random episode this is. It's How brilliant. Fun, but fun. I mean, that's what parties are about, isn't it? It's about the yeah. about the kind of just low, the um the randomness of things. <laughs> Who knows what's gonna happen? The funny yeah. stories that show up. It's like birthdays, isn't it? Like um, yeah. family birthdays where you get the the um the, the uncle sharing his stories about this, that, and the other and yeah yeah someone yes yes totally totally all right everybody thank you so much for being here thank you my dear friend marion i can't wait to have our little celebration party um and i look forward to all our next hundred episodes um of sharing and discussing and and you know just bringing bringing some beautiful stuff into the world yes and i want to say thank you for to our listeners but thank you for trusting us because it's that's a lot you're you're opening your ears and your heart and your mind to us speaking to you and i trust always with your own discernment and listening to what resonates and what doesn't but thank you so much because it really has been life-changing for us and i'm so looking forward to seeing your faces on that zoom screen (laughs) yes yes how brilliant how brilliant thanks everybody Thanks for joining us on the Aware Parenting Journey. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Aware Parenting Podcast. You can find more about Lael at www.laelstone.com.au or find Marion at www.marionrose.net. We wish you much compassion and grace on your parenting journey.